0: Thank okay.
1: talk in this worship about Advent and prophecy. Advent and prophecy. The focus of the second week of Advent is prophecy and preparation. This morning's message is focused on the prophecy aspect, the declaration of God's spokesperson regarding god's will in the text there are clear similarities between the condition of the children of israel and our condition today first there is similarity in setting as moses speaks this word to the children of Israel, they were standing at a crossroads in their lives. Behind them, a long and arduous journey was coming to an end. But before them, there were still considerable challenges that would confront them. And Moses, under the unction of the Spirit of God, prepares the Hebrews for their future by reminding them of what God had already done for them. If you've ever read Deuteronomy, the greater portion of the book is Moses' rehearsal of God's past dealings with his people. God had guided Israel's feet and held her hand. God had provided for Israel through some improbable circumstances, and He had protected her from her enemies. God had seen for Israel when she could not see, and had stood by her when she couldn't stand for herself and as they come to this crossroads moses urges them to find the confidence to face the future by relying on the one who had brought them out of the past and led them to the present my brothers and sisters we are at a crossroads today There's no question that God has brought us from a long way. But we still have a long way to go. But even though we can't be certain about where we are going, we do know where we've come from. And if we are wise, we can be confident about tomorrow by remembering who led us through yesterday and is keeping us today when we look back we have to marvel at what the lord has done just think about it this morning think about how many times you messed up and how the lord fixed your mess Think about how many times you thought disaster had struck and God saw you through. Think about how many times you failed the Lord, and yet the Lord never failed you. Truly, the Lord has brought us from a mighty long way, and I am expectant about tomorrow. Because I know the one who holds tomorrow in his hands. Then there is a similarity in place. Both the children of Israel and we are in a wilderness. For 40 years, God's people wandered from place to place. No place to call home. No sense of comfort or security. Always on God and always a stranger. But while they were through with their physical wilderness, they were still in a spiritual wilderness. These people had met the Lord. And they had been recipients of God's law upon Mount Sinai. But in their hearts, they were still wandering. Their spirits had no place to call home. Shiloh, when we look at where we are today, many of us are still in a spiritual wilderness. As we approach 2019, church attendance among African-Americans is at an unprecedented low point. Many of those who do embrace Christ are rejecting his church, saying that they don't have a need for organized religion in their lives. But that's how I know that you're in a wilderness. See, Jesus established the church it's built on who he is and why he came into the world. And so when we reject the church, we're rejecting Jesus. When Jesus saved you, you were graced with spiritual gifts that were meant to be used in concert with the gifts he gave other believers For the promotion of christ's kingdom in the world so when you withdraw from the church you're withholding your gift from the body you're refusing to blend your gift with the gifts christ has graced others to have and you're hindering the work of christ And that tells me that you're in a spiritual wilderness. When you read your Bible, do you skip over the part that says give and it shall be given to you? Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over shall men give into your bosom. Do you ignore the part? That says, on the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store as God has prospered him. Everyone, as you propose in your heart, so let him give. When we take the material blessings that God has entrusted to our care and exhaust it on stuff without giving anything back to the one who made it possible. It tells me that you're in a spiritual wilderness. And you need to understand that spiritual wilderness wandering portrays itself in physical wilderness problems. The reason why we're so messed up is because as a nation, as a race, as a generation, we have walked away from the Lord. God is our security in the wilderness. He's our comfort in times of sorrow. He's our hope in the midst of despair. But instead of trying to come out of the wilderness, too many of us are content in the wilderness. God has established spiritual principles for living. Seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all other things will be given to you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. They that hope in the Lord shall renew their strength. They'll mount up on wings as eagles. They'll run and not be weary. They'll walk and not faint. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. And if we would apply God's principles to our living, what a change it would make in our world. As Moses stands before the children of Israel. He reminds them of the perils of wilderness wandering. But I'm glad that wasn't the whole message. God had something else to say. I hear Moses prophesy to Israel about the coming of Messiah. I'm about to leave you now. The Lord has told me that my work with you is just about over. But before I go, there's something important that I must tell you. And that is God still loves you. Even though you're caught up in a wilderness. Even though you've messed up. And you haven't lived up to your potential, God still loves you. And because He still loves you, He told me that He's going to send somebody to deliver you from your spiritual wilderness. He's not going to be a stranger. He's not going to be an outsider, but he's going to raise up a prophet from among our midst. Somebody's coming to lead you in the paths of right and righteousness. Church, I don't know about you, but I'm glad that God is true to his word. You see, the same promise that Moses gave to Israel is the promise that I'm resting in today. Yeah. Prophecy always has a twofold meaning yeah. one to be fulfilled in the present, and one to be fulfilled in the future. In Israel's present, The prophecy meant that God was sending Joshua to a people that would replace Moses as their leader. And I'm glad that happened. But when Joshua moved off the scene, the Lord still remembered his promise. Joshua was a good man and he did the best that he could. But when Joshua died, we were still in the wilderness. Samuel came along, and Samuel did some wonderful things. But when Samuel went home to the Lord, we were still in a wilderness. David was a great king for God. He was a man after God's own heart. But when David's head pressed a dying pillow, we were still in a wilderness. But I'm so glad that God didn't forget about us. God sent his only son, In his own time and in his own way, God sent someone to lead us out of the spiritual wilderness we were in. And when he came, he came with the Lord's message. I love you anyhow. And I take that to heart because I know that I haven't always been lovable. I've done some low down things. I've made some terrible mistakes, but I'm so glad that in spite of me, God loved me so much that he sent Jesus to take my griefs away. Our oh, church, I don't know about you But I'm so glad that there is prophecy in Advent Because prophecy just means Thus saith the Lord And when the Lord speaks We need to listen You can listen to folk if you want to But that's why you're in the mess that you're in. But when you listen to Jesus, he will bring you through. Jesus alone has the words of life and hope and encouragement. Jesus alone is the one who will see you through. Jesus alone is hope in our despair. Jesus alone is a wonderful counselor, and a mighty God, and an everlasting father, and the prince of peace. Jesus alone is joy in sorrow. And light in dark places. Jesus alone is a friend who'll stick closer than a brother. I'm trying to tell you that if you want to get out of the wilderness, you need to put your hand in the Lord's hand. God sent Jesus to make a way for us out of no way. And he didn't promise that every day would be sunshine, but he did say, uh, I will uh, bring uh, you through uh, whatever it is you're dealing with. Our God uh, is able, uh, he's able to keep
2: food on your table. He's able to keep clothes on your back. He's able to keep money in your pocket. He's able to make your enemies behave. He's able, 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 yeah. I love Jesus, yes I do, because he did for me what no one else could do. I thank God he didn't forget his promise. I thank God he sent his savior. I thank God he went to Calvary died for my sin, hung his head in the locks of his shoulders, gave up the ghost. But early, 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 early Sunday morning he got up, he got up, he got up with all power,
1: all power. in his hands. We're standing at a crossroads. We're dealing with a whole lot of stuff and some of us are still in a spiritual wilderness. But the word from heaven is you can come on in. You can come on in. You can leave the past behind. You can leave your messes behind. You can leave your troubles behind. And you can cross on over into the promised land.
2: Promised land ain't just over yonder. There's a promised land right here. When you put your hand in his hand, you're in the land of promise.
1: choir's going to sing a hymn. Joy to the world, the Lord. Enjoy.